welcome to Comic Book Keepers, where we talk about comic book characters, their history, and their impact on our lives. I'm Lance. I'm Chris. And Jeremy. And today, we are here to talk about Black Adam. Not the character that we covered last week, but the film. All three of us actually went to see Black Adam on Friday night. So, what we're going to do is just have a brief discussion on what we liked, what we maybe had some problems with, and maybe where do we think uh, the DC Universe can go from here? Why don't we start with you, Lance? What was your initial thoughts on, on the Black Adam film? Yeah. It, well, first off, let's say spoilers. Like, we saw the Ma- movie. Massive we're, spoilers. Yeah, we're, yeah, gonna, we're, we're, we're talking about everything the whole film, the post-credit scene, everything. So if you've not seen the Absolutely. film, I would recommend not listening to this until you do. Or if you like, or if you don't mind spoilers, sure, listen. Correct. Uh, so overall thoughts, I was entertained. I thought the the action visuals, the CGI for that was very good. Uh, I thought there were some really interesting concepts that they threw in there. I wasn't the biggest fan of some changes they made to Black Adam's origin because it made him far more of a sympathetic character than he actually is, uh, which makes sense because they want people to get behind this character when in reality, if you if you know his origin in the comic, which we talked about last week, like he just straight up murders his nephew. Uh, when he gets the powers of Shazam and in this it's far more his son was murdered after he was given the powers of Shazam and yeah so it definitely some changes going on uh but but yeah I was entertained I don't think it is the greatest film it's I think it's probably mid to a little bit higher of the DCEU films uh I would put it around there there's definitely some others I have more problems with but at least I could, I walked out of this film and I was like, I was entertained. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the boat that I fell in mostly. Um, agreed with the, um, you know, overall entertainment, some of the choices that were made narratively. We'll talk a little bit later about the dialogue and all that stuff too, which was kind of painful at times. Um, <laughs> but yeah, overall, overall, you know, I gave it like a six and a half, seven. Um, you know, out of 10. Uh, and it's funny cause I, uh, made the that's terrible mistake. That's, that's a lot higher than I thought. <laughs> no, I, I, well, walking out of the theater, I said seven, seven and a half. And then yeah. I thought about it more and I was like, eh, like six and a half, seven. Um, but I made the mistake of sharing my opinion on Facebook, um, in a comic book group. How dare uh, you and- <laughs> share opinions on Facebook, Jeremy? That is a horrible idea. Horrible idea. I know I regret it entirely but yeah so i think a lot of folks are kind of in your boat lance i think a lot of people put a lot more emphasis and value on being entertained right like Mm -hmm. the idea that they went in to have a good time and they know what to expect from dwayne johnson and you know they got they got what they wanted out of it which you know more power to them but um i don't know i just feel like we can expect more and it's okay (laughs) so will you go and be entertained probably you'll enjoy a bag of popcorn like i did and it'll be good um but yeah, there were definitely some things to be desired, left to be desired at the end. But the the cameo added a point for me, I think. I, I thought this movie was OK. Uh, it was definitely not the worst movie we've seen from a comic book uh, movie all year. Uh, <coughs> Morbius. And uh, and it wasn't the worst DC extended universe movie. Um, but I think, you know, it was one of those it's an interesting position because you have a huge movie star that's promoting the heck out of this and has been wanting to make this for a long time with a character that is people are not necessarily 
excited about. So basically it's like it's the rock as a superhero that looks, you know, badass and not as many people. I would argue that many fans of Dwayne Johnson just don't know who this character is. They just know he's loosely connected to Shazam in some way. So it's kind of a weird position to be in, because like if you go to see Spider-Man or Doctor Strange or Captain America, you you probably have some experience of playing that character on a video game or watching a cartoon or something. But like with Black Adam, like even in our our episode from last week, Lance, like we had very limited exposure to this character. Uh, and and I would say the general public has even less. So you basically have carte blanche to make this character really cool. And they just made it into a fast and the furious with magic kind of movie for me. Fast yeah. and loose with magic. Yeah. <laughs> the, the part I liked was when he crashed through the wall and said, did somebody say family? You know, no, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wrong, wrong guy. Sorry. They look so similar. He just uh, he just felt. Uh, well, OK, I mean, are we getting into yeah, what we like? <laughs> Here's what I like. I think Hawkman and Dr. Fate were done really well. I was very happy with what they did with Dr. Fate. Um, very similar to Dr. Strange. Yes. Even in the power set. We mentioned that after we saw the yeah. film, it felt yeah. very like, you know, kind of, OK, well, we've seen these tricks before and like maybe they're buds and, you know, whatever. But it wasn't bad. It was actually kind of fun. And it was neat to see that in the DC universe. And it was he was. Pierce Brosnan is just cool. He's just slick and, you know, awesome and chill as an MF. And like, he's just cool. Um, Hawkman was as rageful and impetuous. And he's like, I'm not going to wait. And like, it was it was kind of I really liked the portrayal of this character. Um, He looked awesome, which I was kind of worried about. I was like, Hawkman, Uh," you know, because like it's a guy with a big hawk helmet and that could look kind of cheesy, but he looked pretty awesome. Yeah, so I think those two characters were actually the best part of the movie, um, not counting the spoiler, but uh, or the, the thing at the end. That That's what I liked. What, what did you guys like the most? I love the JSA. I, I thought it was so much fun to expand on what is going on in the DCEU just because we've had such a like a bottleneck, I would say, of, of characters because we've seen the same ones over and over at this point. And so having an entirely new team here was really fun to watch. The The only thing I had a problem with, with because I, I loved Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. I thought it was very cool, but it also kind of wasn't Dr. Fate just because the whole point is, is when he puts on the helmet, he's possessed yeah. and that entity does not let him take that helmet off. He's like yeah. stuck as that. Person. I was going to save that for things I didn't like, but <laughs> yeah, we, we had just talked about it, but like what they gave us, I enjoyed. Was it Dr. Fate from the comics? No, it was, it was straight up everything we saw from Dr. Strange so far in the MCU, but I love Dr. Strange in the MCU. So I also really enjoyed what we got in, in this film, but yeah. I will say when Hawkman was throwing down and his mace turned into a battle axe, hundred percent was here for that. Oh my gosh. That was so cool. I like that. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I really liked Hawkman and Dr. Fate as well. I think they were probably the, the, the strongest entries of the JSA. Um, and absolutely, I think Hawkman's costuming was killer. Like, it was really good. Um, and the battle axe moment was awesome. Um, and the characterization overall was was a lot of fun. 
So, yes, those those two characters kind of stand alone, the way they were characterized, the way yeah. they were aesthetically presented, etc. Great. Two um, words. Spinning mace. <laughs> spinning mace. Yes. That's all you got to say. Woo. I mean, that, if, if we haven't seen anything in this movie that we if there's one thing we haven't seen, I don't think that we haven't ever seen before. Uh, it was a spinning mace <laughs> that yeah, glowed that, from electricity or whatever. It's it's uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was that was pretty that was pretty awesome. So yeah, that's probably what I I liked the most. In addition to that, I'm trying to think. You know, this sounds terrible, but I'm like trying to think on Dwayne Johnson's performance. I, I think the way that I described it when we were leaving the theater was like it was it was kind of like he was trying to channel Schwarzenegger from Terminator Two, and he just didn't do as well in it um so so yeah i mean there were some lines he delivered pretty well considering like you know decent characterization here or there but overall you know it just felt kind of flat especially standing next to hawkman and dr fate i think Mm -hmm. that only exacerbated the problem so anyway yeah hawkman had so much character and he he was passionate about like we gotta stop you and and just and uh, just the, the acting was great. And then, yeah, like Dwayne Johnson was just kind of like, I can't, I'm not going to help you and you guys are going to die and blah, blah, blah. And I'm moody and like, we get it, you know, like, but he never kind of changed. He, he didn't have a big range of emotions. It was just like, kill, not kill, kill, yeah. bad, a, you bad. Aldous Hodge, by the way, Aldous Hodge was uh-huh, Hawkman. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So. He did a great job. I, I also was a really big fan of the, like the villain of the story kind of like the fluid like the incorporation of him i i really enjoyed the visuals of the character near the end so when ishmael turned into sabak and we went to like the underworld and then he got all these new powers from this different plane i thought that was really cool and surprisingly the visuals for him looked fun like i got a little bit of like if live action uh Aladdin 2 like that genie <laughs> when Jafar becomes a genie like yeah I got, that's what that, he looked like yeah yeah but I was here for it I thought it was fun I really enjoyed that part I I gotta disagree with you I I, I thought the CGI on that guy was awful I mean it was like a, a knockoff Diablo 2 video games like character is just I don't know it just it took me out of it a little bit because it did look a little bit fake and he he just went from this like I, I'm a descendant of this king and I got to get whatever I want. And now you're a demon and now you're our champion. And uh, it, it was. But it was his motive the whole time, though. Like he, he was trying to do that the entire time. Yeah, he was consistent. But... If we're talking about. I'm a demon. Was that? Yeah, his thing? he wanted to be the champion. Like that yeah. was his thing. He wanted to be the champion of these people to have power and then rule. And if we're talking about bad CGI, the worst CGI in this entire movie is when they show the rock trying to be skinny. And then for some reason, it's horrendous green screen when it's showing his son from the past. I have no idea why the people in this film have worse CGI than the, than a demon creature, Hawkman's wings, Dr. All those look good. Yeah. Skinny, skinny Dwayne Johnson was, (laughs) I heard a couple (laughs) chuckles. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were there were some weird moments like aesthetically in this film for sure. Like we were we were asking ourselves like at the end, like when we left the theater, we were like, why were they dubbing over? Yeah, like 
the the young kid like why was his son being dubbed over in certain things like it was it was odd like it just it and it feels odd like you will tell it is not subtle at all um so yeah that was kind of weird and in terms of the villain i mean yeah i'm kind of between lance and chris on this i think yes it made sense his motivations made sense i thought he he made to be a cool villain and everything full transparency i actually had to step out and i missed the transformation part so it sounds like that was pretty cool it was amazing Um, so i missed that so i don't get to have that as my influence i just get to go off the rest of it when he was like you know doing his thing and trying to scheme and, and trying to get the crown and everything um so so yeah i feel like you know there was decent kind of back and forth um it wasn't like snidely whiplash like mustache twirlingly evil kind of you know thing i i feel like there was a a decent argument to be made in terms of like his motivations and like his background and everything but maybe chris to your point it it just it was a little bit a bit too much like deus ex machina or maybe a little bit like it just kind of pumped up the gas a little too fast at the end instead of like a bit of a slower ramp to that point. I don't know, you know, cause I, I can see that maybe a little bit, it kind of went from like, Oh yeah, he's scheming. And like, he, he's like, he betrayed us to like full throttle. Like he's a demon and now he's a champion kind of middle, kind of middle of the road for me. I know I get the whole, like millennia ago, my ancestor wanted this crown so he could get the power of demons or gods or whatever he believed. And I get that. I, I just don't think it was executed. Well, I think it could have been, a compelling story if the villain showed any kind of like desperation you know like if he if he showed like i need like you don't understand i need this this is my birthright like he was just like give it to me like that's 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 all it was it was never really conveyed as like a i'm willing give it, to give it to me he sounds like an evil mario brother like what the sure. hell? i mean like but, but he's also but he was also doing it for conduct like he believed in like i want to be the ruler of this country because it's my birthright and that's what the people need and that's also what you know black adam kind of wants to i think i don't know it's hard to tell but like it it seems like he wants to do the best thing for the people by killing all the outsiders and whatever so in a way they kind of want the same thing but they just want to achieve it in different ways and that would be a really interesting story if they weren't just you know robots talking <laughs> like the whole time what what they should have done is taken out a few of the scenes of the kid that they used as this narrative tool throughout the film yeah and they should instead, have just taken out the kid <laughs> and instead use that to build up the, the villain of the story i agree it 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 felt rushed because we didn't see him on screen very much but i feel like a lot of his story was kind of happening in the background and it was being told without him being there which is not the greatest thing when you're trying to develop a villain mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i think that's a good call out lance and you know the, that was one of the other things that like didn't well, that was one of the things that didn't really land with me was the 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 kid. It's interesting because like I've I've heard people say this was an important character because it's supposed to remind Black Adam of his son and like kind of be his connection to like wanting to be good. Uh, Amon, that's what it was. You know, it's supposed to be his connection to like wanting to be good and everything, and that's why he's there. But in all honesty, like it's not how it played out. It just played out very like he was he was using a lot of like colonialist versus like invader like dialogue and language and it felt very ham-fisted 
yeah, I don't know. It just, and it was all like the very, you know, forced, like you need a cool catchphrase. And again, it was the Terminator two dynamic, not done as well. <laughs> that's basically what that, it was that, for me. That's, along those lines, it really annoyed me how stupid the rock played this character at certain times. Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. he's a full yeah. grown adult. Would he be acting like this? Like, I understand he is not of this time. Or, or what, what What was that line where he's like, uh, uh, information first, kill later or something like that? Yeah, well, he, it was when he was talking with um, the kid and he's like, oh, catchphrase first, then kill. Yeah, I was like, yeah, because no. he was killing them. And then he was saying the catchphrase and the kid was like, no, you're supposed to say the that, that was a very then, Terminator moment. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, mm. yeah. And and I didn't understand like he he can like he always just goes through walls instead of like using a door. (laughs) And then rather than like just flying up through the roof of this building, he's like slowly descending down a spiral staircase to have a conversation with a character that he clearly (laughs) just like should not care about whatsoever. Like there's so many like choices that they made that I was just like, why? Like, why is this happening right now? Oh, also uh, going back to the JSA for a little bit. Is it just the X Mansion? Did you guys get X Mansion 100%. vibes from the Jazz? Like, yeah, they were like, let's, it comes let's out of reuse, the backyard. Let's and reuse it opens this. Up uh... <laughs> like the Blackbird, or, you know, is Hawkman Professor X? What's going on? I, I did really like the actress playing, is it Cyclone? Yeah. Cyclone. Cyclone. I thought she, she delivered her lines of dialogue very well. She was great. I thought she was great. And I thought Adam Smasher was good. You know, he was supposed to be this sort of like awkward, like new kid on the team. Like he he was really supposed to be the rookie, you know, and like Cyclone as like second rookie and then the seasoned veterans. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I thought that was uh-huh. that was good. I just felt like their their dynamic was too forced with the romance, the romance on the edges kind of thing where it's like, Which oh, went nowhere. Which went nowhere. It was like by the it way. was like we're gonna set this up and then nothing. See you later. Like, like nothing happened with that. Like no payoff. I, like I, none. Um, <laughs> I also love that there is this massive concern of like this this entity can like rival our strongest on the planet. Oh yeah. So let's send two rookies to go up against it when we have like the entire JSA lineup to pull from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it kind of felt like uh, in Deadpool when he could only like l- legally talk to like <laughs> certain X-Men, <laughs> you know, they're like, we can't pull these other DC yeah. characters right now. They have other projects, so we're going to use these I mean, guys. It could have been like, uh, oh, we don't think he's going to be that much of a threat. He's just go in and neutralize him. Maybe they yeah. underestimated Black Adam. It's funny that they knew so much about him. Is like like how did how does Amanda Waller just know all of a sudden this 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 person from lore that you know has been around for less than a day and killed all these people in a secret tomb and somehow they have surveillance footage of him from I guess the cameras Chris, they kept that- you're you're you are. You're not suspending disbelief hard enough. Okay, like <laughs> I like, want everything ta- to be explained. We're talking about like it's like asking what, how Nick Fury knows something. Okay, like she just knows. She hey, just knows. Nick, Nick Fury has a, has a gut feeling. Okay, he also has an eye of the watcher as well. But that's, that's what, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think uh, the Adam Smasher suffered from being a character that we've seen before. In that we've seen Ant-Man and Giant-Man and and we've seen young, you know, upstart members of the Avengers and whatever. And like, I didn't 
feel like he offered anything that was like kind of cool. I mean, even the, the I'm a big dude and I'm got really big. I mean, the best parts of Adam Smasher was when he couldn't control his powers. Yeah. And he did something that was like, whoops. <laughs> yeah. Like and broke, a, was broke like, a statue. I'm going to talk to you later. You know, that, yeah. that was a you fun, and me. You and that me. Was that, was that, 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 that was a fun little bit. That was a fun little bit. That ongoing bit was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. I, I I will say, you know what, you know what it made me think of. Um, all those things that Adam Smasher, where he's like awkward and like, oh hey everybody, whatever. It was like Spider Man in Civil War, but not as charming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it was Spider Man cool. and Iron Man, like like that whole introduction to the team from from um, uh, oh my god, I've forgotten his name. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Oh my God. Uh, Toby, you know what came in my head? Toby Maguire. <laughs> uh, anyways, so it was like, it was like Tom Holland, you know, but just not, you know, not yeah, as if, if Tom Holland stole Deadpool's mask and painted it blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, this is a rated R movie. I don't even know what, no, what was it? It's PG 13. PG 13. Okay. Which is surprising considering a couple of the scenes. I mean, there's, Black Adam kills a lot of people. They get in, away with a lot. Horrible, horrible explosion and zapping electricity. He straight up electrocuted the guy to death. Like his skin yeah, like the, melted the off. First like, thing, <laughs> it was just he just just he just <laughs> yeah. melted a guy, and it was like, oh, geez, like so, like, and I felt like it just kind of got tamer from there. Like the first death was like gruesome. So what I was gonna say is like I felt I feel like a better approach might have been. You know, like you kill off Adam Smasher, you kill off this rookie who wasn't prepared. And, and you know, clearly they're trying to like, no, you know, this is the rookie. You're going to pay for that. And then and then there's some there's some like we shouldn't work with this guy. Like they, they end up working with him out of necessity. But I think just to raise the stakes between the JSA and this clearly a villain who is not a villain, but then he's kind of an antihero, like having a having a death of one of those four JSA characters would have been uh, better. Not, and not just like the sacrificial death of Dr. Fate, which they set up. And... Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I feel like if, if black Adam was like responsible, even partially for any of their deaths, I don't think, yeah, they would not have worked together. There's no way that Hawkman would have had that happen if any of them died. Like, and if Black Adam had any, any, you know, anything to do with it. So I, I can see narratively why that could be problematic. Um, I mean, they could have done it like the, the terrorist killed him or like he, he died because of other people like, you know, the, the, yeah, the, the yeah. Villains. But like part you know, of they, the whole they, thing, oh, you yeah. brought this on, you know, and like it could have yeah. caused that sort of thing. And then, and then, Dr. Fate was like, actually, I saw what happened, but I wasn't. Yeah. You, you guys had to come together in order to what? I mean, they could have. If it was like that. Yeah. I, I just think if it was like <laughs> if it was like Black Adam, like put his put a hand through Adam Smasher's chest or something, you know, just a giant, giant uh, six story tall disintegration of a man. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about the uh, post credit scene. Yes. He's back. Probably the best part of the movie. <laughs> like literally, literally took the movie from like a six to a seven for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Henry Cavill's back. Um, and I am so excited because he has the curl. He has a very now vibrant blue, yellow and red suit. The suit looks so good. Yeah. It looks, it looks so great. good. Um, yeah, that was a fantastic cameo. Um, you know, uh, for those of you, 
yeah, for those of you who go in, in and enjoy it um, or have already seen it, you know, the just, you know, Black Adam feeling so confident at the end, you know, Waller kind of laying down the line saying, OK, cool, like you got what you wanted. You stay there. You don't leave. And if you do, I will put you down. And he's like, OK, yeah, I'd like to see you try. And Henry Cavill shows up um, and it's just, you know, it's amazing. Such a good kind which of I feel like that it just in itself. And this would get again a little nitpicky it's like he's like oh yeah you can send whoever you want in the world nobody can stop me and then she's like okay and then just like superman's at her amanda waller's beck and call when did that well, happen so she is really good about like getting favors from people like amanda mm-hmm. waller has connections true. like she's she's not one to really mess with too much and i could absolutely see amanda waller having helped someone in clark's life and then she just saying you owe me one and he'll be like fine i'll help you when you need me to help (laughs) yeah so and and to me i think it's so cool just showing his like powers even just this briefly moment because it's like was he just waiting in the wind i doubt it i bet that she'd like said that and then as soon as she got off the call she was like she was like hey clark go there right now and he was like boom there immediately yeah Oh man, so good. And it's interesting that he said we should talk. Yeah, that's how the movie. Ended. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's we should talk. It's not like okay, let's, fight. let's like let's we're go, gonna go down. Like, let's yeah. It's it's um it's a are are you gonna join the just like, kind of thing? Like it's like no. What does that no, mean? He, like he won't yeah. join it. And and the way he said, you know, he said like you know I haven't seen people get this nervous in a long time. You know, basically he's like, hey, like we we see your strength, like we see your power, right? Like you know, let's let's talk about this. Let's not have this animosity, right? Like you know, you sh- maybe if you respect strength, maybe I need to show you some strength. That's fine too. But like, yeah, it was definitely more of a you know not an intimidating approach. It was very classic kind of Superman like. Hey, you're not, and you're not. I have no reason really to like engage with you as an enemy. So let's try to be, you know, at least cordial with each other, right? So I like yeah. that a lot. What what I'll say now is Warner Brothers. When you make this movie of Superman versus Black Adam, which is totally coming, what it'll be called something else? It'll be Black Adam Two, and Superman will show for it in the trailers. Don't put who they are going to team up against in a fight in your third act. Don't do it. We don't need yeah. another doomsday situation. Please don't. Uh, and even if, I mean, don't, don't even show us they're going to fight, really. <laughs> you know, like, it would, it would be great if it was sort of like, that's what turns into like the third act surprise, right? Is like, you know, they, they take out a, a shared enemy and then something goes weird and, you know, he says Martha or something and yeah. then they, they start fighting each other. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I agree. The doomsday thing was such a mistake. I, so I, I honestly think this would, th- this movie should have been called justice society, the rise of black Adam. It, it should have been a justice society movie. Black Adam is a villain, but then he's not a villain because, twists you know and and then they fight a demon or whatever but because uh, making it about this character that people are like eh, yeah i mean it is interesting but it's kind of like shazam what okay ooh, hawkman you know like it's it's a little hard to invest it yeah. and what they're really relying on is these big action pieces where in classic dc fashion just buildings are turning into dust that's that's every fight scene in in the dc universe it seems like 
um, since Man of Steel. It's just building collapses, boom, dust, rubble, blah, 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 blah. Um, and, and it's, I don't know. I'm kind of like, okay, well, we've seen that. It's interesting you mentioned the Justice Society, like they could have titled it Justice Society. I'm like, that's interesting. But I don't know. They they bank so hard on Dwayne Johnson, though, on yeah. this. I feel like if it was Justice Society, The Rise of Black Adam, they'd be like, oh, like Dwayne Johnson will be like a cameo or like Dwayne Johnson will have like a smaller role. But they like put they put him on every billboard, on every poster. It was, you know, people were coming to see well, he Dwayne Johnson. He, you know. he made this movie for this yeah. character. I mean, his, yeah. If you put yeah. any other actor in the role of Black Adam, it will not make the $140 million opening weekend that it just did. It yeah. won't. No, but I think there were better actors that could have been Black Adam. Yeah. Like? I think I think there are actors that could have made Black Adam a more compelling character, and I think Dwayne Johnson should have played uh, Metallo or, or Brainiac or something that's, like, more suited to... Brainiac. Who am I thinking? Of? Uh, yeah, I think Metallo. Like like somebody like yeah. we think like Bizarro? Bigger, Bizarro, maybe. Like somebody that's no. bigger uh physique that yeah, you know, cause cause Black Adam, like you then know, after, he could still work with Henry Cavill if he was yeah. Bizarro, that actually could yeah. work out. Yeah. <laughs> that that'd be awesome. Like Dwayne Johnson could be funny, like Yeah. You know, he was funny in uh the 140 million i didn't catch the numbers that's awesome yeah it just got announced so 140 million dollars i think that's globally what was the budget on this movie i don't know i haven't looked hopefully it up. hopefully it breaks even <laughs> so but yeah but those so yeah that's our overall thoughts are any any last minute additions either of you want to make uh, i i'm curious to see where the dc universe goes from here because they have clearly brought back henry cavill's superman there's not a clear like oh that's what we're gonna see it's kind of still a little bit vague they they didn't really set up a clear like what's is there a black adam 2 that's gonna happen is black adam gonna show up in shazam it's a little like it's a I little think, nebulous i think they made I it think... clear they aren't gonna do black adam yeah. and shazam right like no or yeah but yeah, so I, I think they already said there is a Black Adam 2. There's a Black Adam sequel coming, and I think they said it's coming sooner than people expect. Hmm. All, all right. I know is I want a JSA movie. Like I yeah. like yeah. the JSA lineup is so cool. I would I would be very yeah. happy with a JSA film. I would love a JSA film. And and they've kind of done some JSA stuff in in various DC TV properties. You know, it, you know, and, and that's and I think a live action would be really fun because you, you get to have a lot of these legacy characters and characters that are really interesting. Our man, Wildcat, Stargirl, you know, um, uh, I mean, just a bunch of characters that are just really interesting and kind of flawed and not as like super overpowered as like the JLA sometimes. So I, I agree. I hope that they bring back jsa in some way um even if it's like a, a b team or a suicide squad kind of movie like why not yeah bring it back the suicide squad was is probably my second favorite dceu film so mm. anything mm-hmm. with like the smaller teams i'm here for it we just need more of the dceu i want variety and that's what this movie gave us agreed i i think the one thing that we didn't talk about like too much was the dialogue um, 
as great as <laughs> Hawkman and Dr. Fate were, man, there were some painful segments of dialogue in there. Like just absolute, like it's not the way that people talk to each other. Like it just wasn't natural at all. Um, yeah. It was very much leaning on the, you know, again, seasoned veterans kind of like poking at each other, but in a very stale way, not like in a natural way. Um, and then, of course, Dwayne Johnson and the kids dialogue was like very forced and dry. So like it again, Cyclone, like you called out, Lance, I think Cyclone probably had the best lines and the best delivery along with Adam Smasher. Like some of their scenes were pretty authentic and genuine, which I enjoyed. Um, and then the characters, Hawkman and Dr. Fate on their own, the way they were characterized, et cetera as individuals was great but when they started talking to each other it fell apart so um yeah that was there there was like a couple sequences when they were there were some lines together where it was good other times it you could tell they're like we need one more scene with them together and so they kind of like rushed these this dialogue and I remember like looking over at both of you during the film and we were like rolling our eyes at certain (laughs) moments yeah Uh, yeah but yeah there was some rough moments but like again, even though we've we talked down about a lot of things we didn't like about the film, it's still fun. It's still enjoyable. I would definitely not the worst rec- DC movie. No, I would recommend if you're a fan of DC, if you're a fan of comic book movies, go see this movie. It's and you will have fun. There were plenty of moments where I had a blast with this movie, and like as as much as we talked it down, like I think I'm in that same range as Jeremy, like a six point five seven, and like it's it's entertaining. I give it a four. <laughs> four. Wow. Jeez, Chris. You're wow. Four. What do you give hey. Morbius? Like one? Oh, yeah. One. Negative yeah. 12. Negative Morbius two. Was bad. Morbius Negative was Morb. Bad. <laughs> Stop. Do not Morb. We'll talk about um, all the DC stuff. But yeah, I didn't I didn't think it was all that good. Oh, good. Well, two out of three hosts in this episode say you should go see this film. So <laughs> I think maybe we uh, we wrap up this review right here. Well, it's time to close the book on the Black Adam movie. So until next time, this is Chris. And Lance. And Jeremy. Reminding you to keep your friends close. But your comic books closer. Shazam!